This is a bit of a different one. I think you don't start off with Adam Sandler as the main network. And we you just lose all our followers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you are now listening to Film Fluence. And we're back again. Um, with a different tune this time because apparently that's how we're switching things up around here. Um, <laughs> And you know what, we actually are switching things up just a little bit because I don't think you guys thought it was coming this way. I, <laughs> I don't think you guys expected this episode. It's taken a turn. It has taken a turn. For the better or the worse, you guys are left to decide. Mm. This is like the hunt of the hunt. We are in season three when they had that weird... What was that? What was that thing that happened? Like the... Oh, what was it The called? tree. The fantasy the tree. tree guy. Oh. Oh. Okay. I need to find a name. The Gargoyle King. Oh yes, the Gargoyle. How could I forget How Dungeons and forget? Dragons? I know, right? If you guys have not picked up by now what we're doing, it is a shame on you. But actually, it might be in the, title. the fact that you you guys. No, it's not even that. <laughs> I think it's just the fact that you guys are smarter than us. Because if you're not watching this show, you're doing yourself a favor. People who are still watching this <sighs> show, what are you doing with your life? Um, Listen, that's my real question. I don't even think it's a moment of weakness anymore because I ditched it. I ditched it. So I'm maybe a very I'm weak. Maybe I'm smart. Oh. Oh. I'm disappointed in you, Cody. I'm so disappointed. I'm sorry. Um, Although I do feel like this you know episode what? is very long overdue. Oh, definitely. 100% is. And you guys definitely should have guessed it by now. We are mm-hmm. doing, in fact, the Riverdale episode that you guys have long mm. awaited. Um, I don't think you guys expected it after a Scream episode because, I mean, Scream is real horror and this is mm. whatever the f- no one the asked, No, honestly, like, no one really asked for this either, um, but... We have to do it. We have to do it. I mean, really have you ever seen something being an accident or comedy? It's just... It's... I can't... I can't get over it. You... You guys must know by now that we've mentioned this in our first episode ever ever mm-hmm. ever um we've mentioned Riverdale in multiple episodes it this is chaotic it, it's, it's chaotic you know it's a show that makes no sense just like me and Cody so how can mm, me and Cody perfect. choose not to do it yeah you know me and Cody are an accidental comedy so Riverdale is an accidental comedy too because mm-hmm. maybe it just reflects our lives because I feel like this show if I watched it when I was 12 years old I probably would have been invested I would have thought that this was my life no and I, I mean, thought the screenwriting was good when I watched season one I was invested um oh I think everyone was I think, I think we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves yeah you know? we need to calm down a little bit yeah, we, we, we're so excited about this episode that we're just jumping a whole <laughs> step true, because yeah. we missed our game out. How and could for we ever? Viewers, viewers? Oh, I'm saying viewers. What, there's no but one I... viewing this because we... <laughs> Cody's giving Cody's giving shit away. Um, it might be a promise. It might not. Uh, we skipped a whole step, so we are actually going to be playing a game, a game that you guys will be very, very invested in. So, Cody, if you'd like to explain the game. Oh my gosh! So we are going to be saying quotes from four quotes each and guessing whether mm-hmm. they are true, true quotes or quotes we've made up. Because we all know that mm-hmm. Riverdale has some very questionable writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And bonus points if the person can guess who said it. Yes. I think we should go with that. Mm-hmm. So, who's going first, Cody? Who's going first? 
Oh, I'm going to kick it off because I've just seen one that okay. I want to say. I'm ready. If you breathe, it's because I give you air. That's real. That's real. There's <laughs> no is. way that's not real. I mean, I should have caught on to it the minute you said I just saw I it. Yeah, I just saw uh, it. I just <laughs> gave that away. Um, but um, no, I know it's real because it just Archie Andrews, right? No. Really? No. Wait, can you say the quote again? If you breathe, it's because I give you air. I have no idea. Come that on, could who, literally be anyone. Who is who is the conceited? Oh, Cheryl Blossom. Mm-hmm. Ugh, whatever. Like <laughs> downgrade. Like from season one. It's just a whole downgrade. Um let me find one because <laughs> <laughs> um okay I'm weird <laughs> I'm a weirdo have you ever seen me like this stupid hat on that's weird it's Jughead Jones of course I don't fit in. There's no way. I don't want yeah. to Oh, and there's also this one. We forgot this one. I'm not normal. I'm wired not to be normal. Like, <laughs> Jughead, why is that your whole personality? Like, why is your whole personality <laughs> just... Jughead. I don't fit in. I don't fit in. But babes, you've literally got, like, three best friends who are as weird as you are. Don't think there's anything <sighs> very long there. Just don't even get me started on Jughead. I mean, you're, like, 16, 17, 18 years old. God knows how old they are in this series at this point because, like, they get up to some weird shit. Um, but in specific, it's, like, even if you are between those ages, why are you chasing down dragons? I Just know. a question. Like, why are they even trying to pretend that they're somewhat normal in this world, any of them? <laughs> Uh, they're definitely not we established that like season one was kind of you know where we should have picked up on it but we didn't we no. it's all our own stupidity really it really is um okay right i've got one mm-hmm. okay actually to clarify betty and archie aren't dating but they are endgame that's Veronica. There is no way that's. It's not. Firstly, it's is it, is it true? What is wrong with Firstly, you? is it true or false? I think so. No, 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 no. Wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is true. It is true. It is true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, but the thing is, the only person who says Endgame is Veronica. Like, do you not remember this whole speech that she gave Archie? Me and Archie are Endgame. I remember, but she did not say it. Because in this quote, it's saying Beth- Betty and Archie are Oh, endgame. Archie. Oh, no. Oh, Betty and Archie are endgame. Crap. Oh, it's Kevin. Mm-hmm. It is Kevin. It's Kevin. How could I forget that? That was a scene that I was genuinely like, ah! Just, why would they, why? Why would they do this? Like, who says endgame? Who? It's just because, like... Cody... Cody, I have something to break to you. What is it? Me and Sean Mendes and Matt Barzell are endgame. Oof. <laughs> Oof. They don't no. know that yet. They don't know that yet. It's just horrible. No <laughs> one says that. 
But it's like uh, I think Riverdale got all of their like quote all of their script writing from Twitter, and they thought this is how people actually probably. Probably. I mean, 40-year-olds think, like, you know when, like, you get those memes of 40-year-old parents coming into their, like, 10-year-old kids? Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so hip. What? What is hip? What is okay. hip? <laughs> like, if, if when my dad used to try and use those words with me, I was like, you're my dad. Stop. Please, yeah. Just, just stop. <sighs> but is it my turn? It is your turn. Okay, I got one. I got one. I need you to stop mansplaining things to me. Mansplaining, mansplaining, mansplaining. You are so toxic and full of toxic masculinity and I just can't deal with it anymore. I'm a girl boss. Is that true or false? It's false, but if it was true, it would be said by Veronica. (laughs) How did you even know it was false? Like, that's literally all she says. She says, like, oh, get your misogyny out of it. Like... (laughs) Oh my god. Like I feel like she just was on like fake woke feminist TikTok, picked up mm-hmm. a few words here and there and was like, oh, I'm just gonna roll with it. I'm just gonna roll with it. That's Veronica's whole character. Like she just hears random shit and she just uses it on everyone. Like my daddy did it. My daddy did it. Every two seconds, my daddy did it. Your daddy did what? What Honestly, did your daddy do? Please, like not everyone knows you. No everyone knows him. No everyone knows what, like, oh. But you know what? When he turned up, he was like my crush because what like I, I thought KJ Apple was quite good looking in the first few episodes, mm. you know. I was like then I saw him running in the boxes and I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, this is this is too much for me. Him running at midnight in his boxes. And like, I don't even know. Cole Sprouse, the black hair, I was like invested in it at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is gonna go so well. Like, I am gonna love his guy. I remember telling my mom, I was like, Cole Sprouse is in this, and I can tell his character is gonna be good. <laughs> I think Cole knows it's a joke in itself. Yeah, Cole is like not, he's just he can't even pretend. No, he knows he's in like this is satire. I am telling you that I think this is satire. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. But go on, Cody. I think just quickly back to our game. Right. Let me hit you with my quotes. Being part of the Bulldogs is not my dream. It's yours. Is that true or false? That has to be true. There is no way that that is false. I made it up. It's not real. <gasps> I know. I feel like that's something Reggie would say. Reggie and Archie between themselves. Yeah. It, I had Archie in mind because like there was that scene where he wanted to be a musician and then like he had that crisis. But oh, um, no, I made up. I. I think I'm very I proud do. of you. Maybe Thank you can be a Riverdale screenwriter. No, I could. I could definitely see that. Um, okay, okay, okay. How many have we even done? I don't even know. I think I've done three. Yeah, it was your third, yeah. yeah. So this is my third. Um, as long as I sing, I don't mind dying. <laughs> you know what? I want to say it's false, but I feel like it's true. No, it was false. But it's basically based on something he like he did say. So yeah, this was said- this was the actual quote. Should I say it? Yeah. Is it the one that's oh, like I yeah? Wait, 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 what do you think the, it is? That I was born alone. I'll yeah, die yeah, alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
yeah, I'll yeah, sing yeah, alone. Yeah. I'll be okay. Yeah. I'll be okay. Like, what? What the? F- like, you're comparing singing and dying to each other. Like, what? Why? This is like my, this is Tumblr depression. You know, the fake people mm-hmm. who had fake Tumblr depression. Like, they were like, I just like the aesthetic. Babes. Oh my depression God. is not an aesthetic. Depression is not an aesthetic. It really isn't. I found my next quote. Um, because okay. it's just it's great I do everything for everyone everything to be perfect the perfect daughter the perfect sister the perfect student can't I do this one thing for me that's Betty yeah there's no way with her victim complex <laughs> that girl has the worst victim complex I have ever seen in my entire life and I'm talking you know we've seen Veronica we've mm-hmm. seen um uh, lots and lots of victim complex people like it wasn't my fault it it wasn't really you think it was my fault like babes everyone thinks it's your fault everyone does oh um okay 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 i've got one Mm -hmm. why do you think you can wear that The, the other person's like because i can no red's my color you don't own the colour red. <laughs> it's actually true, isn't it, Cheryl? No, it's you made false. It oh. It's false. She, I'm sure she no. said something like that at some point. Yeah, she did. She did. That's what I based it mm. off. She's like, I am red. Because <gasps> I think, what was it? Tony was wearing it off their breakup or something. She's mm-hmm. like, I am red. Like, bitch, you don't own red lipstick. Like, oh get, get over yourself. I'm making me get over yourself coming back if anyone's wondering it's coming back on the 12th of August so after it's three month hiatus um and this it was on hiatus. I didn't even know it I unfortunately I knew because like I can't oh my god I can't stop I'm like five seasons in I can't no I need to be the end of their seven year contract Yeah, oh, no, I've had, do you know what? I always stop and then I come back randomly. So in between, yeah. I just don't know what's happening. But do you know what? I've actually had someone come up to me and directly tell me Riverdale is the best show that I've ever seen in my entire life and be serious about it. And I'm like, it, it's <sighs> it's quite shit. And they're I, like, no, Kiai, you don't understand. Sorry, have, I'm just oh. a film and TV major, but I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong. I have to admit, when it first came out, I probably would have said it was my favourite, but it did just mm-hmm. go completely downhill. That was many years ago. That, that was season one. It's like season five now. So, um, Season one. Okay, season one. Let's start off with season one, actually, if mm-hmm. we're going on that track. Season one was not bad. No, it wasn't. Let's get that clear. That it wasn't bad. The premise made sense. You know, they, they were picking up fictional Archie Comics characters and assimilating them into real life you know into a small town white picket fence showing bad shit happens behind closed doors which I think they did pretty well you know with the whole blossom twin thing you know and Polly being pregnant and it being hidden from Betty and then you know Archie's parents getting divorced and Veronica lodging in with her her mob father being in prison Mm -hmm. a lot of it made sense and I quite like enjoyed the trajectory of Cheryl 
Um, Because Cheryl was a character nobody liked during season one. I don't know if you remember this. Like, Mm -hmm. people hated Cheryl. And I was that one bitch that was like, you watch, I know she's going to have character development. (laughs) Um, And I was was fully prepared for it, you know. And by the end of the season, when everyone, you know, she fell through the river into the, you know, the ice. um, And suddenly, and then Archie saved her. And everyone was like, oh, we really like Cheryl Nat. Makes so much sense why she is the way she is. And what not and I was like oh, I knew this was coming I knew you guys were gonna like her because I liked her all along um but there were obviously things along the way in season one that were a bit iffy but they weren't mm. like red flags no not nothing like what we see now I mean season one looks at season one looks like a different show it looks normal if you, if you had like, normal if you, like it just looks completely normal but I agree I think Cheryl is one of my favorite characters out of them all because the rest of them kind of irk me but anyway they all irk me at this point but yeah it's one of those shows where you just watch it ruin itself like I think it had great potential and then it came back and they tried to do something that wasn't that just didn't work with their show should I tell you what I think happened here what so season one was going great you know they have a storyline you know where she's dealing with her grief and she's got like her dead twin brother and mm-hmm. it's it's really hard you know and you see struggles and it's a it's a very typical teenage kind of feel coming of age and you've got to remember yeah. this came out in 2017 which is crazy to me because I feel like Riverdale literally just came out last year when it came out in 2017 like that was years ago um and I think about it and I'm like you know what like beyond me but um you know you see Cole Sprouse coming back and like reprising his like acting career Mm -hmm. um and you get excited because again we've grown up watching Cole Sprouse on Disney Channel um and you know and and friends as well and whatnot so he's been in things here and there and you're like Cole Sprouse is finally back um and so you kind of are invested in his Mm -hmm. character because of that and then KJ Appa being all the way from the other side of the world, New Zealand. Um, you know, there's kind of that fascination with him. And he's not a natural ginger either, which people no, figured out yeah. along, you know, along the way. So there was a lot of like behind the scenes fascination going on. Um, but what I think happened beyond that is they realized that people were starting to get invested in the cast members mm-hmm. from that. And they were also kind of swaying towards a fantasy like thing because I think if I remember correctly because Cheryl was struggling so much she would see Jason in her head right yeah like she would see his body and so picking up on that fact the writers were not like oh because that people relate to teenage emotions no 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 the writers thought we had a fake dead body that kept coming back to life so we might as well just do this in season two (laughs) it's too much like I don't know I feel like season one and season two was such a jump and then ever since then it's been going downhill because I completely agree with you about the characters as well because I think I was interested in it because of Cole Sprouse um because mm-hmm. that's the only I reason I started watching it I didn't know any of the other actors at the time um no because I think they were all new actually Lily yeah, Reinhardt from... wasn't Lily Reinhardt had yeah Lily yeah, Reinhardt had, had been dabbling older. in the yeah, 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 obviously. They were but quite the iconic cast, as well. You got yeah. yeah, you've got the mad you've got Mad Dynamic, you've got Ski Ulrich. Ski Ulrich. 
Um, you've got um, a little, a little Mark Consuelos, Luke you know, Perry he's married to Kelly Ripper. Well. Yeah, Luke Perry. Um, and so Molly Ringwald as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she comes in eventually. So you've got these like big, big names from the 80s and 90s. Um, but then you've got these new kids coming in and Lily Reinhardt been floating around in the in the indie scene, right? You know, she did a film with Lo Anthony and uh, Timothy Chalamet in it. Oh my god! In it together, yeah. I think I knew about Timothy Chalamet, but not. Yeah, yeah. Low Anthony was in it, yeah. and I feel really sad about Low Anthony because I, I don't know mm. if you've heard what happened with her. That's that's not part of this episode. Um, no. So basically, she had been doing that, and then um, Camila Mendes, who again everyone thought was uh, Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes, out. Yeah. 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 Um, she literally was just fresh out of NYU and she was like, I'm not going to get any jobs. And mm-hmm. this was offered to her last minute. Madeleine Petch had been working around in LA at the time, working three jobs, by the way, which I mean, oh what the hell? Like, um, and she'd been trying to get stuff and she was about to give up as well. And then she got, you know, the role for Cheryl. Um, and KJ Apa had moved literally all the way across the world off starring on one soap opera so i think <laughs> that was a lot of dedication to him dedication, um, yeah. um and so i think and everyone thought he was really hot when he came out as well you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah. like now we've seen a whole different side to him on I fifi's I love it. <gasps> no kj on tiktok right he's he's <laughs> a different breed. No, do you not? He's do you crazy, not remember Dark Talk? Like, it's, no, yeah. I don't think so. I think it's scary. No, it is because, scary. Uh, but he's doing it like, like there's something. About no, celebrities it. on TikTok actually scare me. Like, I don't know if you've seen like other celebrities' pages as well. Like, I'm yeah. like, well, what is going on? Like, why do they? I because I feel like celebrities are actually just either musical theatre kids or like. <sighs> Whether like you know the losers in school mm. who somehow managed to get the fame because every single celebrity story you hear was like everyone hated me in school mm. and now suddenly I'm the biggest yeah, thing on the planet. <laughs> you KJ, know what I mean? KJ's TikTok is questionable. Something about it is scared. Something about it is definitely very scary. But... He's about to be a dad. I know. He's like, have you not seen the video of him eating crayons? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with no, I'm not sure what's wrong with you Cody thinking it's funny it's not but he's about to have a child I don't think it's funny I think it's scary like every time I see it my jaw drops and I feel nervous but <laughs> I can't stop watching either yeah I can't exactly. stop watching that, he, he like is nervous, the embodiment but no but he's funny. the embodiment of Riverdale in real life yeah because all the comments in this TikTok are so funny because I'd be like oh the jingle jangle or like this is what Riverdale is doing <gasps> to him um, but, wait but yeah what were you saying i don't even know <laughs> no but like i think you know we, we're, we're drifting off the point we here so if we go back to riverdale riverdale um riverdale season two okay so you know mm-hmm. we've had a good season one everyone's pretty excited for season two they they're sure they're going to get the ratings oh, they're this, sure they're going to get the ratings one... you know black well, hood the yeah. black hood the black hood oh this... because archie's dad got shot at the end of season one didn't he Archie's dad yeah yeah I remember did. um season two because this is Miss Grundy with Archie no. yeah no season one was Miss Grundy with Archie 
Really? Yeah, it was the first no, few episodes. She doesn't die. In and then she... See, I don't remember her dying. I have no recollection of her dying. I think she Black Hood, the Black Hood killed her, right? Yeah, but I don't think it's yeah, in but the first she episodes. They she can't. He comes back to... to kill her when she moves away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you know where she'd moved to? No. The town that Sabrina lived in. See, because in season three. Everyone was convinced there was going to be that there was a crossover, gonna be a crossover episode, but there wasn't. This is kind of when things went wrong with Riverdale, in my opinion, because season one was great, season two oh, great, season mm-hmm. one was good with potential, season two yeah, yeah. was okay. Like I, it obviously, obviously wasn't mm-hmm. as good as season one. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of I don't really remember that much about it. If I'm being honest, it's been a long time. Um, they have done too much. So, shall I quickly just describe it for people who have not watched yeah. Riverdale? Okay, season two was basically all about the Black Hood, who was just this mysterious murderer, right? No one knew. So it was basically like a murder mystery, again, because I think season one, they were trying to find out who killed Jason, you know, and they figured out it was his dad. Um, and spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> in season two, um, they're trying to figure out who the Black Hood is, and they find someone... But turns out it was never him. And then mm-hmm. again, spoiler alert, it was Betty's dad. Yeah. But can we talk about that? The guy actually never looked like him. Like the black yeah. guy never looked How? like Betty's dad. No, His eyes were no, all wrong. So that, that's why no one ever suspected it was him in, as the audience because it never looked like him. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's like what they do with Pretty Little Liars, isn't it? That they use a stunt double and a, a yeah. body double to make sure that no one ever figured it out. Um, but it wasn't even about not figuring it out. I just think no. they, I, I really did not enjoy season two because I remember sitting there like, it was, it became so repetitive, and there was nothing. Really I think to it. Yeah, but it was also the fact that Betty was getting all the trauma, but yet Veronica was taking her victim complex out as if it was her getting the trauma because, God forbid, her dad did something. But I mean, that's just every single season. They're all fighting to get some pity and it's annoying. Like they're all fighting to be the, like, I don't know. I feel like in every season, you kind of just have to watch them all pretend that the world revolves around them. And it's really like, yeah, Yeah. I know what you mean. But I also do think that like Betty was going through actual trauma. And I remember, was this a season where Chick came back? Was it? Chick came back season two, season three. I think he was. I don't even remember because season three is kind of when they started bringing in all the paranormal because I think they saw how much of a success Sabrina was and they'd seen it being done so many times before that they kind of wanted to incorporate that in their show. But for me, it felt really. Then Chick must have been there in season two. Yeah, because basically they think they. Everyone thinks that he's dead. Mm-hmm. at the end of season two because Betty like kills him but then he comes back like three se- two seasons later I don't know um and he's alive and when is the time where we get to meet Juniper and Dagwood who never grow oh. up stay babies no, it's for not two even seasons. who never grew up it's literally who names their children Juniper and Dagwood as if they know they are going to be the devil like genuinely I don't know I don't think you've watched the vampire diaries but basically Kai in the vampire diaries his name's Malachi mm-hmm. and so he goes 
Who names their child Malachi as if they know he's going to be the devil already? It's literally the same thing here. Like, are you were there? pregnant with your cousin's twins. Aren't Jennifer and Dagwood, like, slightly evil? Oh, they are. Right. They are. Oh, there's actually so much to, like, get into. I don't even know how to begin. Um, not even just with Jennifer and Dagwood, like, in general. Um, like, I'm just, everything's coming back to me, and I'm like, really, this is real. Like, this isn't real. Um, I have a question. This is really off topic, but I've just thought about it based on my Juniper and Dagwood thing. Mm-hmm. Who names their child FP in Jughead? Like, what does FP stand for? Oh, I don't know. I forgot. Well, there's Jelly Bean as well. Don't forget Jelly Bean. Who names their child bloody Jelly Bean? Yeah, but Jughead even makes that joke in the scene, in, in the show, where he's like, oh, my name's Jughead. Like, obviously, I'm... That It just fed his complex. It fed his, like... I'm so different. Oh my, my name's God. Jughead. I wear a hat. <laughs> oh, is it because he's from the snake? He's from the south side. Is that why? Yeah, maybe. Oh, that makes sense. Because like, if you think about it, the rest of them kind of have normalish names. Not totally weird. But yeah. well, why is it that Betty and Veronica are basically the only people? in this show who don't have like alliteration in their names Jughead Jones Archie Andrews so why is it Betty Cooper and Veronica Lodge I do not know I do not know you cannot even I cannot even give an answer do you know which scene I just remembered which scene um the one where Betty stripped. <laughs> even, even they, even all of the cast members questioned that because one, Betty's character was like 17. 16. 16. Yep. <laughs> My bad. Um, and she's stripping for the Southside Serpent so she can be. Like in front of her boyfriend's dad. Like, what? Yeah. And it's just, it's so strange. And it went on for Can so long. Imagine? And they played the Sound of Silence in the background. No, Mad World, sorry, not Sound of Silence. Um, they did use the Sound of Silence. Wait, no, because they sang the Sound of Silence. Oh, sorry. Can we talk about the musical episodes quickly? Oh, my God. Do you know what? I skip over the musical episodes <laughs> each time they come out. Because the first one was Carrie, right? The first one had, no, it was the first one Carrie or Heather's? Cat. I think it was Carrie because then two of the students died because they were killed by the Black Hood. No, Carrie wasn't the first one. No, no, it was it was Heather's, right? I don't remember. They've done they've done a few. Like, the thing is, Heather's is a cult classic. Like Heather's is an actual cult classic, you know. But what the hell was going on? Like, it's just I don't know why I don't really know why they do the musical episodes. And I remember Jug. I remember oh, they. Wait, what were you saying? I remember Cole Sprouse. He was saying like he was trying to get through the whole show without singing, so he wanted to get through his because he managed to get through all of yeah Disney because on Disney without yeah singing. without singing. But Riverdale, like he sang in ruined that. Oh my god, no! Oh, you know the most recent one he sang in that one because it was when Betty cheated on him or something, and they sang. But, and- oh. When he was hallucinating, because oh. he's on, he's on, um, he, he, he trips on, what is it? 
LSD. I don't know. Something like that. You know what? I don't even remember the show past season five. Like, I was like, uh, uh, there's nothing past season five uh, yet. Oh, crap. Maybe it was season four. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I stopped watching it sometime because I started trying to watch it again when I found out the better you're not, you're going to get back together because I've been a Barchi stan since day oh, one. No, because... Don't worry. That ends after like four episodes because basically, you know, so for season five is when they come yeah. back to Riverdale seven years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... No, but that's what I'm saying. I wanted Betty and Archie to get back together. Yeah, but it only la- it was like a fling. It only lasted a little bit. Yeah. And then after that... But- Veronica and Archie got back together because Veronica was Archie. She's so possessive. No, it wasn't even like her though, because when she was married to her toxic husband, and oh, for God's sake. so they came back to Riverdale, and they all kind of got called back one at a time because Tony's pregnant. Um, yeah, with then, Kevin's baby. Yeah, because te- um, Tony stayed there the whole time and then they all left, and Archie went to the war, obviously. Then he came back because he got kind of like discharged, and then he was the first one to arrive back and he was like, I need to save Riverdale. I need to save everyone. I need to get everyone back to Riverdale. And then they all come back. Veronica comes back. And then Archie's like, he re- after like hooking up with Betty because she comes back before Veronica. Because <laughs> Veronica works for the FBI. No, because Betty works for the FBI now. Um, yeah. Naturally. Um, when they are, they're both in Riverdale together, they're hooking up. Yeah. Veronica comes yeah. back. And yeah. he realizes he still has feelings for her, and then he says, and then she they hook up and they kind of like get back together, kind of. And then Jughead's like a struggling writer who who starts oh, working at Pops because he has no money to pay no. for rent because he's being blackmailed. Oh, his, I I've seen um, those videos where he's flirting with that girl. Yeah, they end up. I think they end up together. She's um Pops' granddaughter. Um, so who's Betty with? Betty's with um okay so I think Betty is with the guy she works with with at the FBI but then he oh okay I have a story about I not have a story but I've just I've just remembered what happened so basically Mm -hmm. she before because there's this um the new killer is called the trash bag killer Oh, for God's sake, why? Trash bag. And he, like, held Betty hostage while she was trying to, like, I don't know, do her thing. And then she then went back, when she went back to Riverdale, she was in, oh, my God, stop. Right, so the trash bag killer, he's on the loose. Betty's investigating it, but and she's dating the guy she's working with. And then she gets called back to Riverdale, um, and she does that, and she hooks up with, Archie sees Jughead oh, again. Jughead's sake. helping her out. They're pretty civil. I don't know. I can't remember if they hook up. And then Betty finds out that the guy she's dating is actually only dating her to find out more about the Black Hood because he's writing his paper on the Black Hood and about Betty. So it's actually. Really I shouldn't funny. laugh at that. That's not funny, but it's funny to me. I just funny to me. I don't know if anyone could keep up with that. To be honest, I lost my train of thought a few times. But. No, I lost. Okay, do you know what the last thing I remember? At, uh, the last thing I remember at Riverdale was season four with Edgar. Yeah, oh because my Chad Michael Murray was Edgar, right? Yeah, and he was like <laughs> playing. Um, so that, that I forgot her name, Zoe. I think her name was in real life. I don't remember her name in the in the show. 
Eden, Edith, whatever. Oh, um, yeah. The, the ginger girl. Mm-hmm. So she basically was his wife, but she was playing his daughter. And like, she was in um this show called Orphan Black, which, by the way, if you haven't watched Orphan Black, oh, you should. I watched some of Orphan Black. Orphan Black is such a good show. Tatiana Maslany is mm-hmm. one of the best actresses out there. And I don't know why she's not in mainstream Hollywood. She definitely should be. Like, she has Johnny Depp capability. Mm. That woman is insanely talented. But, but, but whatever. You, you know, <laughs> we... But no, instead we're served... I think this is the problem with Hollywood now, right? Like... I think Netflix is taking over Hollywood slowly, slowly, slowly. Um, And so what the issue is, is because Netflix is a business, it's all about who looks good. And so you could have these amazingly talented actors, right? Like Helena Bonham Carter, you know, like she's so talented and Johnny Depp and, um, you know, whoever else there was like, you know, we talk about Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Mm -hmm. Monroe was talented and she was good looking. So it's not that there's not room for that, but Netflix solely go on who looks the best. So when you're watching things like Outer Banks Mm. or you're watching things like, um, I don't even know what other Netflix shows there are anymore. They are solely like, oh yeah, this person looks good. But can they act? Can they act? I feel like this is a thing as well that we're seeing a bit more is that Netflix and other companies like to hire influencers and people who are popular (gasps) online. So sometimes uh... when you're watching these shows, you don't really see that mixture because not saying they can't act I mean some of them have like that blur like some of them Mm -hmm. have that Mm -hmm. aspiration but some of them don't so like yeah it's like giving Addison Rae the role in he's all that right Mm -hmm. which doesn't make sense because there are like very hard-working actresses out there and Addison Rae like I mean anyone in her position would have done exactly what she's done but the only thing is she wanted to go and be a sports broadcast journalist so if she was given the opportunities and she wanted to secure something she should have gone down that route because that's what she was going to get her major in right um and it's something that she could have always gone back to uni for because that was her initial intended like bachelor's degree um but instead, now you've got her in He's All That and she's producing her, like, I don't know, she, I don't think she's producing her album. Whoever is producing her album and she's hanging out with, like, the elite elite and, you know, you see all of that and it's like, I mean, I can't even say anything because I haven't watched He's All That yet. For all I know, she's done a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's just that she is the biggest example because, okay, talk about Dixie. Dixie's a good example of this because Dixie, we know Dixie can't act. She said it herself. But yeah, she got yeah. that role on General Attaway with Griffin Johnson and whatever. And it's like, what am I watching? Yeah, I watched some of that. It was interesting. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, it is disappointing. I feel like we can say with Riverdale, at least I didn't do that. <laughs> Riverdale. I mean, yeah, they didn't. No, but like you're you're saying that, but like Riverdale really is no less because, or maybe you know they're doing well, it on purpose at this point. I don't know. Maybe they just are doing it on purpose because Carl Sprouse is a good actor. 
there is yeah, no he doubt. Is. Otherwise, he wouldn't have the title that he had. He wouldn't have had two Disney shows with, mm-hmm. you know, his twin brother. They both clearly are very hardworking, competent actors. But, but I, feel I don't like, think he wants to put I, any effort into this role. No, because I feel like when an actor hates their role, like you, we all know he hates Riverdale. So mm-hmm, I think especially mm-hmm. when you know that, like, it's just it shows (laughs) through their performance and I think this was the risk and this is why like Chilling Adventures of Sabrina ended at the right time because they were running a very high risk of turning into Riverdale um and that was a big issue with seven seven season contracts (laughs) yeah like okay I understand that every season of a TV show is going to be in some way repetitive because if you think about Pretty Little Liars, it lasted seven seasons, I think, or eight, I can't remember. Um, mm-hmm. The Vampire Diaries lasted eight seasons. Um, Gossip Girl lasted six seasons. So the same thing happening over and over and over again for years. Like, you know, you can watch it, you can enjoy it, and it becomes like a guilty pleasure. But at the, the, there's like a very thin line where you're running a risk of just being cringe mm-hmm. just cringe and so even though this is meant to be like a very serious kind of broody drama it doesn't um the job isn't executed very well and i would put no. that down to the writers because there is no way an actor can do an actor can do their best right to take mm-hmm. whatever lines are there and try and make it not cringy but but I think you can answer that it's just it can't go that far you know what I mean like like, with the writing I think even the even the actors make fun like especially Camila Mendes with Veronica because they have her speaking Mm -hmm. so strange and I think they're supposed to be playing like 16 17 year olds and obviously Mm -hmm. in the newer seasons they're playing probably closer to their age but um when they're playing teenagers I just feel like the writing is so unconvincing unrealistic cringy it's just not how because I feel like there's not necessarily an issue with character with actors playing younger roles I mean high school is kind of a push if they're like sometimes it doesn't it doesn't um it makes it harder to immerse yourself in the show because it just doesn't feel real um but the writing is like please like (laughs) it's actually just blatantly tragic it's so bad I can't even all you have to do is search a compilation on YouTube and you'll find like hundreds oh I love watching those memes like literally I hate the word memes but like I can't stop saying it because Mm -hmm. what else are you meant to call them but when you watch those compilations on YouTube and they've literally got you know the little titles in the corner and stuff or like (laughs) they zoom in on the reaction yeah I find them so funny and the Riverdale ones are literally like the funniest of the funniest because you're like what is happening here this is a genuine yeah the interviews are so funny because everyone hates their job they literally <laughs> are staring at each other like this and like you know they make inside jokes between themselves and you're like and lily reinhardt there is no She's one who so hates her more than lily reinhardt because i watched an interview there is no one and they were like oh do you, are you much like 
Bessie or something. She's like, I mean, she has nice clothes or something. I can't remember exactly what she said. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. She has a, um, oh, I can't remember. Yeah, you were right. Um, and it's just really funny to see that. And they're like, who's most similar to the character? I think they say Camila was the most similar to Veronica. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think Veronica had a lot of potential from season one. I but think it literally is just the way she speaks. It's the way she speaks. I think it just is. Because, yeah, yeah. Like, she is such a like powerful independent character yeah yeah and, and she, she and she is representative of the latinx community by yeah, the way exactly and she's just she is such a great character but they write her in such a way that's so hard to watch um if she had good writing she'd easily be one of the best characters the best in the character show. yeah but yeah because they gave, I- they gave her the worst writing that it doesn't do her any justice because it makes everything she says it makes everything she says seem fake because she'll say like, oh, you're misogyny, you're manifesting this. It just makes it sound like she doesn't know what she's talking about. Um, yeah, like fake feminism. Yeah. I think that's what it is. But you've got to understand, I think because a man is writing for her, because the head yeah. writer of this show is Robert Aguro Sakara. Yeah. And he's done things here and there. He's coming out with a new show, which... We're gonna compare, you know. You know maybe it's better than Riverdale. Yeah, maybe it's better than Riverdale. Um, but no, I I think when a, a man, a grown man, is trying to write for a teenager, a sixteen-year-old girl <laughs> whose position he has never been in, it's never gonna it's be. It's not accurate. gonna turn out well. Um, but this is why it makes it funny, isn't it? Because this is what. Yeah. You, men exactly see what teenage about. girls as like number one. Why is he trying to? Because really, the only like Betty's, I wouldn't say Betty's powerful. She probably is accidentally the most powerful. Like it just is an accident overall. She's not meant to it's be the most powerful. Because they kind of made her, they made her like the problem solver in a way. But mm-hmm. because of like that whole wait, what was um? She used to read like the books when she was younger. I can't remember the name. Oh, I can't the, remember. But yeah, she used to read the books when she was younger, and she kind of like learned mm-hmm. about you know detective work um yeah yeah but yeah. she was never like you were saying she was never written to be like the strong empowered woman she was written no, to be like I the, think that's an accident yeah and I also think it's because Lily hates her job so much like I can't <laughs> lie to you she doesn't Lily, like it, I think though. Betty somehow Lily no why am I saying Lily Betty Betty somehow is the most likable character on this show. Mm. And I think it purely is an accident. Like, everything in this show is an accident because I think the most likable characters were meant to be Cheryl, Archie, and Veronica. But that just went downhill. Well, because Archie's the hero, so they want him to be the one who everyone likes and everyone roots for, but it's so hard to root for that boy. (laughs) Like, how... Yeah. Like, just genuinely it's hard to root for any of them if I'm honest only because of everything that's happened in the show it's just I feel like they've got too many subplots that have just because obviously you need yeah because they all try and spin off each other as well yeah there's too much um there's just too much going on it's baffling time. yeah it is baffling it really really is but like can we also talk about Skeet Ulrich okay mm-hmm. we talked about him last episode in our stream episode and he was meant to be brooding in that as well then he comes back and he tries to do the same thing here and poor guy poor guy. 
by the way, isn't he dating Lucy Hale? Lucy Hale, who is in Katie Keene. I don't know if he still is. She, she's um, Katie Keene in their spin-off show. <laughs> oh my god! I, I, I watched an episode of the spin-off. It's no better. It's no better. And you know, Lucy Hale's coming out in my the book adaptation of one of my favorite mm-hmm. romance books called The Hating Game. And oh. I am genuinely scared that it's just going to be entirely messed up. Not because she's a bad actress. It's not her fault. Cassie just has things against but, book adaptations. Yeah, but as Cody was saying, I am not a fan of book adaptations. I I don't think they're usually executed well. No. I like my favorite book adaptation is The Great Gatsby, and it's one of my favorite films. I think I put it in number two under Ten Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because I think Baz Luhrmann did a fantastic job at bringing a book to life. I don't think many other people can do that. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. Don't know why. Um, I've read the book. No, Cody, you have to. I know. I need to to. read it and watch it. I will watch it. I promise. Um, It's such a like. I feel like it's such an accurate reflection of what I imagine the Great Gatsby as, or perhaps even better. That's what mm -hmm. I would say because I think a book isn't necessarily meant to be realistic, and I think when we're watching it in films, films, especially Hollywood films focus a lot on verisimilitude and so you don't get that same feeling um Mm. and that's why I'm just not a fan and this is I mean this is technically a comic adaptation it's true yeah like um obviously we would we're too young to have really like known much about the art no yeah Archie Comics was my mum's stuff so so like yeah you know so kids who were born in the 70s and like but it's funny because they're not their target audience so it's no. like their target audience is probably like younger than us. Um, Do you but... know what's really funny as well? Yeah. No, I just interrupted. I'm no, sorry. No, no, go on. No, no, I was no, no. just, just a lot in my head. No, go on. No. Um, no. So what's really funny as well that they brought back all these people from the 80s and 90s as well, right? Mm-hmm. Who our parents grew up watching. Archie Comics was Luke what, what our parents grew up on. Yeah. Luke Perry, and so Perry, it doesn't make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it doesn't make sense to me as to why they've brought back these iconic people from the 80s and 90s, but we're their target audience. Yeah. What because, it- like, yeah, it's strange because the people who, you know, grew up on, like, Twin Peaks, like, 91210, is that how it goes? Nine, nine... Yeah, yeah, 90210, Beverly Hills, 90210. Um, and then they made a remake as well, which yeah. nobody realises. And, like, all the films that Molly Ringwald was in in the 80s, and Archie Comics. She was in 16 Wishes, the initial one. I know. Um, then they're not like, like they're not, they don't have any interest in it. They don't want to watch it. Like my mum, I watched the first season with my mum and she actually liked it. And then she gave up. Like she was like, you know what? I'm not watching this with anymore. Like when it came to season two, she was like, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> I think my mum did the same thing, but she didn't watch it with me. She watched it with my brother. I asked them yeah. to watch it with me. They said no. And then they went and watched it by themselves. <laughs> That's actually betrayal. They gang oh up. God. They always Alexa do that. They always do that. <gasps> That's the only time I agree with you because normally you play the sad songs. <laughs> I mean, this is a sad song, but I can relate to it because I feel like uh, Olivia Rodrigo, right? This, I'm not gonna get over her album. It You're genuinely right. it You're cuts right. deep. Trait is my favorite song on the album. Oh, mine's favorite crime. <laughs> 
no because uh-huh. I feel like but look, look how different that is as well like you've got more like this upbeat kind of tone to your sadness uh you were my favorite crowd <laughs> and I'm like um and I'm like you betrayed me <laughs> true like we need to get uh, back on topic <laughs> oh yes oh yes back from Olivia Rodrigo um no I just think there was too much going on like okay even if like we, we've talked a lot about the storyline you know we've talked about the musical we talked about the characters names the characters and mm-hmm. whatnot but like okay in terms of aesthetics I don't think it was necessarily the worst thing in the no, world that's really, one thing it gets like, a positive on season one what actually caught my attention other than like knowing Cole Sprouse was in it was the music and the cinematography so mm-hmm. they had like a, I feel like they had an okay mm-hmm. soundtrack pretty good soundtrack and their like aesthetics and like cinematography was not bad that is something that I can genuinely admire about the show um it's only if it all went hand in hand it would it would be great but it doesn't yeah <laughs> you know what I think I low-key agree with that because um I kind of like their wardrobe I think their wardrobe yeah. kind of fits it perfectly and it's quite comic like which was what it was meant to reflect yeah, in the first true. place um and so based on that I would give it you know a solid rating but I think it's really just everything else that drags it down because yeah. you've got so many things within this show that are so questionable like I really don't understand how this was meant to be an Agatha Christie who's done it type thing turned into the funniest thing I've ever watched oh, in my it's life actually comedic I love it for that reason but I hate it for like what it's trying to be wait I have to insert a quote here there is no way I can go without inserting this quote go on. he's in prison for god's sake you were literally in prison at the age of 17 <laughs> that should be your biggest concern but instead you're preaching to someone who dropped out in fifth grade to sell drugs to support their family and you're saying that means you never knew the epic highs and lows of high school football please i can't believe you even said that to someone that he was in prison someone is in prison yes you're literally yes and this person is still in front of you in prison you're like oh my god so you've never experienced the highs and lows of high school football that's so sad i feel so bad for you we like, have to do Archie, it. Like, did you did you not pick music over football or did you just forget that <laughs> like season one you just completely forgot where you up. fell off track and then he like fight Archie's he's the like biggest he's just weird he, he's the biggest whore on this show isn't he can i so just let's, say let's just, let's just think about who went who went who he um okay there was val had. val val then it was josie, josie. yeah and Bessie. mrs grundy we cannot forget mrs, mrs. Grun- grundy mrs grundy Bessie, and then Veronica and I feel like we're missing someone but I don't know maybe not so it's gonna be like five at least yeah but even five that's more than everyone else in the show because Betty literally just went straight you know to Jughead and now whoever her boyfriend is yeah and then like Um, Veronica had Veronica had Reggie oh but Veronica that there, there was that weird kind of angst between Veronica and Jughead I still think they should end up together they make more sense than yeah, Betty but you know and what? Jughead I actually ship Reggie and Veronica not Veronica me too not Archie but I, d- I I don't like the way Charles Melton portrays his role because I think there is a certain facial expression that he does <laughs> and I don't even think like I don't know because I've never think... seen him do it in any other show really 
But do you prefer... He only does it in Riverdale. Oh, I do prefer Ross Butler or Charles Melton as... <gasps> Ross Butler. Because I don't remember Ross Butler, Ross Butler did the right thing that leaving. season one. Oh. Season one, he did the right thing by leaving and going to 13 Reasons did, Why. 13, 13 Reasons, reasons Why, why was really... actually still a, is a train wreck though, so... No, I agree. It definitely <laughs> is. They're both train wrecks. But there was I no think... real way out. No, but okay, there's they're two different train wrecks. This is an actor really trying to do their job and not being taken seriously. Yeah. Because the writing is so bad and there is no way an actor can fix it. Whereas when you go to 13 Reasons Why, that's just a train wreck because it makes an absolute mockery of mental health. I know, right? So that's like a serious issue. It's got issue. like four seasons now. It's unreal, but anyway. I didn't watch the last season. I didn't watch any I didn't of it. I was like, I'm season. not watching this. No, it was very damaging. You know, after season two of 13 Reasons Why, I was traumatised yeah. by the sexual assault scene. Um it doesn't and need to be shown. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't. It didn't need to be. I was, je- like, I could not sleep for days after that. Like, it genuinely scarred me. And the thing is, right, like, I know they give warnings and stuff, but they never give warnings as to how explicit how it's exactly. going to be. Yeah. Um. And so being a young girl who's been through my own shit, it really didn't, no it has to be like that no 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 you know there, i don't there, think people I definitely give a lot. think you don't need to show that at all like i don't think mm. i think the show would have been fine without it completely i think there were better ways to go around it like i mean not necessarily i would take it the way riverdale did because riverdale what they did with like nick st Clair and oh, nick yeah. st Clair was like you know trying to sexually assault cheryl like i remember that that was kind of again that was this is what i'm talking about they're train wrecks in two different ways like this is just a train wreck in the sense that like you end up thinking that everything is meant to be funny but that obviously was not a funny scene it wasn't meant to be funny but the way the girls acted and trying to stick together is so cringe that you like thank you for addressing the topic but why did you but there was a better way of doing it yeah yeah there was better execution um whereas when you go to 13 reasons why the execution is just terrible of everything that Mm -hmm. you can still be taken seriously as an actor so for your career it makes more sense but in terms of actual narrative storyline and yeah premise I would never watch 13 Reasons Why ever again. That show genuinely... It should have been left at season one. Season one made sense. It was based on a book. And, you know, they switched the book up to make it more explicit, to make people understand how important, you know, mental health is. I genuinely don't think they needed another... It would have been so much more powerful to just leave it. Leave it at the first season. Then that's it, Riverdale as well. So this is exactly we're just... seeing we're seeing a pattern here. Parallels, they are mm, parallels. Cinematic like, parallel. Yeah, yeah. I think the only difference is that one is very serious because of its topic and like topics and themes, mm-hmm. whereas the other one it doesn't just... have any seriousness because they have freedom of creativity. Yeah, exactly. I think they're trying to be very serious and very spooky and <laughs> very like. But it's just, adding the, the fantasy element was the most ridiculous thing, the they, ever thing they ever did. It was the worst thing they ever did. Yeah. Like, like, they literally went from slasher, like, this is what we're talking about, even in Scream, right? So Scream, mm-hmm. it was fine, you know, the first movie was decent, and then they get progressively get worse and whatnot, and, like, but you're still watching it, but, like, 
there's there's something about those movies that you're like, okay, this isn't like the worst thing ever. When you watch Riverdale and you look at it from the perspective of, oh, this is like a fantasy or this is supposed to be a drama or a crime thriller, you're going to laugh and be like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Why did anyone think this was a good idea? But if you watch it from the comedy aspect, you're like, this This is is the the funniest thing I've ever watched. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I think every writer needs a reminder that every series does not need to be supernatural it doesn't work mm-hmm. all the time <laughs> like it doesn't. honestly even okay so now if i revert back to the vampire diaries because that same kind of vibe mm-hmm. going on at this point like they should just honestly introduce vampires and werewolves and we've got it all locked down um they did it in, a, in the chilling adventures of sabrina like you know it was meant to be about a witch and then suddenly something else is happening and something else is happening and it was this dark fist and i was looking really forward to that show because um i don't know if you watched the 90s version of Mr. mo with melissa joanne hart no. <gasps> oh my god I, know. <laughs> I was like obsessed with that as a kid i used to literally sit there and wait for it to come on at night um mm-hmm. like nobody understands we literally while growing up did not have access to things the way kids do now like we might be a part of gen z but we're technically not because yeah we, we had to wait for things to come on tv like we did not have yeah cody's right we didn't have the privilege to be like oh we can just go on disney plus yeah like we had, we had to, to wait w- we had to watch ads as well had to watch all the shows yeah. you had to sit through the shows you didn't want to watch so that you could watch yeah. Waverly place afterwards like it, and you had to pay for these channels on top of that like it yeah. was a, an expensive package it, it was, was an expensive package the disney package was it was and now you can watch all of these without ads for 10 quid a month like we it's, were paying much more than that for ads for sure. not to be able to watch it whenever we wanted and you know but the thing is it also does show that that tv was still so much better than riverdale and riverdale were given open access to like what does that say what does that say <sighs> it's it's a train wreck it really is like i like the thing is right even i don't understand the network because i'm pretty sure this was picked up by the cw and then netflix picked it up right it's a netflix production but the cw has rights to it but yeah so it's like a cw show that it because basically it airs on the cw a day early because netflix always gets it a day after Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I just don't under- I, I've always been a bit confused by it as well because I'm not sure which one because it's like made by Netflix still so I'm a bit like yeah I, I'm not I don't know but but yeah <laughs> yeah um you know what I think I think we've discussed a lot and there's really just a lot have. of us being worked up <sighs> yep it's, you just have to watch it to understand yeah, like I had to quit after the Edgar thing was going on. The I was baby like, cult. What's going on? Oh, for God's sake, why was there a baby cult? I, I just we can't get into it. We really can't. Really can't. I think maybe we should just do another part two of this episode sometime after the new season comes out. Um, yes. When when season five is finished, we can do a season five finale. Riverdale oh episode. Yay! <laughs> I'm really like, do you know it's actual hell, like actual torture for me to sit through these shows and just watch <laughs> it and be like, I come away when everyone gets like, the news, they're gonna be really happy. Yeah. And then we'll see what other shitty show the CW comes up with. I can't wait, really. I can't. 
I mean, right now they got the legacies going on, which is a, a spin-off of the spin-off of Vampire Diaries. It's just too much. Like, call it a day. Why do we need so many spin-offs? I don't understand. I really don't. I don't but hey, anyways, you know what? Let's let's get into our second game. I think this is a good really? point too, because what else we're losing say? our brain cells, honestly. Yeah, we're losing our brain cells talking about something so stupid. Um, <laughs> Riverdale slander is tolerated here. Um, uh, if any of the actors yes. are listening, I love you. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem with the actors. I have no I issue with guys, the actors. Really? I think they're trying their best. Yeah, really I to- like. I admire you guys for actually tolerating such a strange job. Mm. Um, so yeah, let's just get into our game, which is what, Cody. We're gonna be. Um, it's a returning favorite for us. Don't know about you guys. Um, we're going to be guessing the characters' um, star signs. Not guessing. We're just gonna be like diagnosing them with their birth chart. Yeah, pretty what? much. Okay, there is no way that half of them don't bloody have cancer somewhere in their chart. Emotional victim complex. Who should we start with? Archie. Mm, let's just go with Archie. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Us on the same page as always. Um, okay. He has no personality. He's a Capricorn. <laughs> um. Moon. Okay, so Capricorn sun. Cancer. Cancer Moon. He's very. He's. You know what though? Like, he's angry, but he's not angry like Fire Sign angry. I would put him as a Libra rising. Boy can't make a decision for shit. Oh my god, he's so indecisive. Like, right. literally, he just relies on everyone around him to tell him what to do. Yeah, he does, to be fair. Like, he's too, like, airy. Do you know what? Like, I think he actually is an airhead. And do you know when floating. they say, oh, yeah, jocks can't be smart? Like, I don't believe that stereotype at all because no. what the fuck? Part of my language, um, but yeah, no, um, I just think he just embodies the stereotype that jocks cannot be smart. Yeah, I think I think Archie is like, okay. So for me, Archie's so in his own world, but he's trying so hard not to be. Like he thinks he's not. He thinks he's like fixing Riverdale, and he thinks he's doing everything, and he thinks he's doing the best thing. Every decision he's made, he makes, he thinks it's the best one ever, but. He's That's just, what I'm saying, Capricorn. <laughs> he's just not like he's not. He's not. And this is not Capricorn woman slander. This is Capricorn men slander. Capricorn men. Capricorn women are smart. They are practical and great. But yes, Capricorn <laughs> men. But Archie Andrews. Mm. Um. Yeah. So I think you know he's too emotional as well like he's too sensitive every two seconds he's like you said that about me <laughs> and like he slept with his girlfriend at his dad's funeral so he's easily coerced as well <laughs> very vulnerable i yes. think that's him done then that's that's him done let's, shall we go for betty next let's go for betty next that's what i was gonna say so betty's confusing because betty 
So they say Betty has like an alter ego due to her trauma. I think that's Dark Betty. Oh my god! So we've got Dark Betty and Betty. Oh We're yeah, I just them. crushed my nails in my hands. And she has the wig and everything, and she's she has this darkness inside of her. She calls it that she doesn't really know. Aries how to control. Moon. Aries <laughs> Moon. <laughs> that bitch has anger issues. <laughs> She actually, she has. Get a grip on yourself. Oh, don't forget, she has a serial killer gene. The serial. Oh, I messed up. She has a serial killer gene as well. So. Oh yes, how could we forget that? Like, yeah, we found out when you were seven, you had the serial killer gene. Um, what? We didn't tell you. Yeah, it's a really normal thing to get a seven-year-old tested to be a serial killer. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, I can't believe they wrote that into the show. Anyway, so because she has that, and because of her anger issues, she is. An Aries moon and her sun sign is Cancer. <laughs> she just can't control. Or she could be a Virgo. I can't lie. I was going to say Virgo. Virgo. Seeing Virgo in her. She's quite controlled in everything that she does. Yeah. Maybe she's a Cancer rising. Do you know what I mean? She cries a lot Virgo. about everything. <laughs> Virgo sun, Aries moon, Cancer rising. Yep. This sounds like we're, we're like slandering all the signs. I don't think any sign is bad. I just think no, there are certain combinations this, that are this, worse than others. This, yeah, this isn't like sign slander. I know we, we recently we've been putting a lot of cancer placements in our charts in a negative light. I would like <laughs> I to love cancer put a disclaimer. That Can best, I just say that? One of my best friends <gasps> is a cancer son. Oh my God. So we, I've Throughout my life, her. most of my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love but throughout my life, most of my friends have been cancer sons. So yeah. this is not There's cancer slander. slander. I love they're, cancer sons. They're lovely. We love them. But in these fictional characters, this is what I'm seeing for them. We're so. just talking about we're just talking about the negative traits. That's where we're just the about. disclaimer. Um, yeah, we don't not, want anyone. We're to not be professionals either. Yeah, we're just we're, we're just, just two teenage girls. <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> about we learned everything we learned from tiktok please so who's next yeah we're not licensed um no let's go for jughead jughead <laughs> we need something for an individuality complex aquarius Aqu- <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh um i would say he's an aquarius son moon is a scorpio moon scorpio, scorpio moon, moon. That way that that boy feels emotions. It's only his emotions. Nobody else's. <laughs> yeah. Only his. I don't Nobody else matters in the world. No. No. Um, He's rising. And then rising. He's quite like strategic and planned out so probably mm. like a virgo rising i would yeah. say no he's a bit scruffy in his outer look isn't he that he wears a i wear a hat <laughs> i'm a south side serpent look at he's me edgy um, um i mean that could be virgo because i feel like virgos also always want to be he, seen he has, as he, badass he, and he rebellious. has a look that he's uphold that he needs to uphold like this look that he's yeah. he's committing to, to be honest. Um, yes, yes. So. Um, and then we have Veronica. <laughs> she, <laughs> if th- that bitch definitely has Leo in somewhere. Yeah, that's what I was gonna <laughs> say. She has fire. She is definitely a Leo. I don't see. She has these outbursts as well that we were talking about in um one of our previous episodes with some other character that I don't remember. Um, <laughs> have these like angry outbursts. So oh, I don't know where the Leo is. 
I don't think she's Leo Sun. Leo Rising. <laughs> I can see that. Um, Leo Rising. She's quite dramatic. Do you know what I mean? Like she's she's physically dramatic. Yeah. It's not like people are just drawn to her. I feel like she's got a Scorpio Sun or some shit. <laughs> yeah. I think so. And I put her like a Gemini moon. Oh my god, two in the same placements as me. <laughs> oh my god, I just realised that. <laughs> I just realised that. The Gemini moon and Leo rising. I don't know. Her moon's a bit of a, an icky one because I just... I don't know how this how she processes emotions, honestly. I. She doesn't I, really have emotions. She's not that deep. She's just angry and there's upset. no depth to her character that's the problem they didn't give her any proper depth really like she has a lot to be dealing with and they didn't really explore it that well they just were like oh look she's such a girl boss <laughs> look she's fighting no, against her dad again whoa she's standing up i feel like she's either a gemini moon or a sagittarius moon i feel like mm-hmm. i cannot see anything else i genuinely yeah. can't definitely no water there I think we should well, do Cheryl. Like big three. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. This girl's a Leo. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Leo Sun. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um, her moon is a bit of a funny one. I feel like she could be a Leo mm. moon as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she could be a proper triple Leo. Maybe, okay, maybe an Aries rising. Yeah, but she's definitely very fiery. I don't think there's, like, any grounding to her. Like, there's no water. There's no earth. Air, there could be possibly. I feel mm-hmm. like maybe Gemini or Libra. Yeah, because I, think I don't think it's an Aquarius thing. In the more recent episodes, we're seeing more of like actual human emotion from her instead of just like, like because they've 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 tried to develop her character, but they've done it in a very shoddy way. So they've done it in a very inconsistent manner where she keeps jumping back no, and forth. So there's not real development because they haven't really got this is what I'm talking further. about. They haven't given yeah, they haven't given Cheryl or Veronica any depth. And this is why the whole thing is so comedic because you just so like you know it's unrealistic. You can't yeah. relate to it. Because there's Cheryl, no one you can't relate to her because they don't give her any they like they tried There's nothing human about her. No, they tried when she met Tony. And that was good. Yeah, and they also tried when you know when Jason passed away. But like beyond that, what have they really given? They didn't go far enough. Like they kind of forgot about it for like seasons at a time, and then brought her back again. Mm -hmm. And because they only bring her as like a main interest at certain points Mm -hmm. in the season, so they don't actually Mm -hmm. develop her further than they've already gone in season one. If that makes sense, like they kind of Mm -hmm. keep her at this place where she'll just fall back a bit they'll bring her back up to like where she could almost be developed and then they just drop her again so it's like Mm -hmm. thanks guys (laughs) that's literally it and you know what I think that perfectly sums up why everything in this show is just comedic because they just bring things to a point where it has great potential and they drop that subplot and then there's yeah bring a new one yeah, because I think it just lacks so much depth, right? That nothing in this show can ever be taken seriously. And, like, why would you make a murder mystery a musical? Like, I don't understand that. Problem. I'm not a fan of musicals as it is. I find them funny. I don't know why, what is yeah, wrong I'm with not, me, but I'm, I cannot I, take musicals seriously. I like the songs, but I can't really watch them. I don't know why. No, and I always feel like it just adds that other element of fantasy. And, like, this is just, like, 
a more real if not even realistic but you're not gonna go around singing in real life about what's happening in front of you are you like <laughs> if you want to make a teenage I... show you either make it fantasy as in the way that the vampire diaries was that it's like oh okay you're a vampire mm-hmm. like twilight otherwise like you why do you think twilight was such a big phenomenon yeah um, i just think for this show musicals don't work because they also come at random times so they kind of catch you by surprise and they don't mm-hmm. like you can skip them and you won't miss much of the plot because the whole yeah. episode is like the just musical. about being musical yeah and i just think it kind of takes away from when they go they're having this very these very serious narratives with very serious themes some of them and they just throw in this sing song and then they're like okay back to it it's like okay it doesn't make any sense literally yeah. no sense yeah i think you guys have kind of gathered by now <laughs> that like everything cody and i have said in this episode shows that this show has nothing literally nothing if you want to watch it for a light-hearted kind of take on things uh light-hearted is probably the wrong word wrong choice of words if you want to make fun of it it's easy if you want something satirical, satirical, I can never say that word right. Satirical. If you want satire, yeah. If you want something to look like a parody, if you're trying to watch something like not another teen movie, then mm. definitely go watch this. I think that's, if that is the vibe that you're going for. If you're going for a vibe where you want something serious, like a serious thriller, then no, do not go for this. I'm going to go and watch Cruel Summer. Maybe come join me on that journey. <laughs> for sure, I'd say give this one a miss if you're looking for consistency. Yeah. Um yeah. because you'll just get confused. Yeah, it's just a whole accidental comedy. Like genuinely, the, the if you're watching it for the writing being funny, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go like, for you it. can take the mick out of it. You, you will take the absolute mick out of like, it. Honestly, you will have so much fun. And you'll feel so much better about yourself. I feel like this show just makes me feel better about myself, knowing that I was never like that. Like even when I was ten years old, I did not speak like that. Yeah. Like thank Jesus. Like Max, I probably said was LOL or like lol. I'd be like lol, that's so. Fun. And I, I think yeah. I've gotten back in the habit. But now it's like a joke. I say ironically, exactly. I don't mean it. Um, whereas they mean this stuff from the bottom of their heart. So mm. that really says something. Um, yeah if you're if you're trying to watch something that's like a gossip girl twin peaks scream i don't even know i've never witcher it's it's got Mm -hmm. the witcher in this somewhere as well if you're trying to watch all of those shows mashed up into one which is the worst combination of it's like you know when you've got leftovers in the fridge right this is how (laughs) i'm gonna end this episode you know when you've got leftovers in the fridge and you're really really hungry and you just kind of chuck everything together so you'll like have like pickles and sugar and strawberries and eggs and juice all mashed into one bowl and then you cook it at the heat of like 350 degrees fahrenheit knowing it's going to burn that's what this show is oh my gosh that should be the imdb um synopsis it's your leftovers in your fridge all mixed together (laughs) yeah 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 fair um, enough i see it mm-hmm. but you know what before we do leave you with that note with yeah. you to think about everything we said this episode we're gonna do a ranking of their characters okay at number five who do we have drum roll please I haven't decided yet. Okay. okay i've got it okay i've got it veronica 
Oh, I was going to say Archie. They're both equally as bad, but Veronica's more annoying because she talks more. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number four. Number four. In at number four. Is Betty. Oh, <gasps> you like Veronica more than Betty and Archie. That really, Cody, I'm questioning. I do, for some reason. I'm questioning you on a number <laughs> of levels. Um, no. Like, Archie is equally as annoying as Veronica. The difference is that he just has less lines, despite being the main character. <laughs> he's just an idiot, like, pure idiot. That's like, why he's I number five. an idiot in this world, it'd be him. Okay. Um, okay, number three. Drum roll, please. <laughs> and we have... <laughs> Betty. I have Veronica in my... As my third? No, because, like, Betty's just... I don't know. She's boring. Yeah, that's, that's the mean. easiest way I can explain it. Like her trauma. I mean, her trauma is actually valid, so I can't even make fun of it her. It just hasn't so. been explored the way it should have been explored. No, because the rest of the characters are actually funny with their trauma because it's not real trauma. But I mean, apart from like Archie's dad being killed by Blackhood, but like, no, no, his dad wasn't killed by Blackhood. Oh wait, no, it was a gunshot wound that. So, never healed or something no so his dad was killed no his dad was shot by black in season one and then season three or season four around that time because luke perry died in real life had a heart to, attack yeah right yeah. In, in this so basically no he had happened, a stroke yeah yeah so what happened was he um they wanted to make sure that because of the sort of person luke perry was in real life um they wanted to make sure he died doing something heroic um so someone like, oh yeah car had now. broken down yeah on, like the freeway and or then something. they shot him and, and shot um him. no so he went to go help her and then he got hit and the car drove away so it was a hit and run oh yeah i didn't really watch that episode because it i was, was having I my sobbed. own episode at that time i sobbed the whole way through that episode but yeah i, I was going through mental health at the time so i did not watch that um but yeah we number moved. two um <laughs> in a number two okay <laughs> drum roll please cheryl jughead jughead's your favorite yeah i should tell you why <laughs> i was gonna say no but then i was like yeah um because like his lines are genuinely funny and because Cole's Brass hates his job so much right like we've mentioned this throughout the episode like we can just visibly tell that he hates this I'm episode swapping. no his, this no isn't it like you really so like, oh. for me it's it's Jughead, Cheryl, Veronica, Betty, Archie mine's Jughead, Cheryl, Betty, Archie, Veronica because um Jughead like has like he's just a funny character overall like you've got his mum being a south side serpent drug dealer woman and then his dad is like in love with his girlfriend's mum and whatnot and then he's got a sister called jelly bean and he has such a big individuality complex like let's not lie cody if we were anyone in riverdale we would be jughead yeah i would be I can't imagine myself being anyone other than Jughead. Maybe um, Cheryl. I remember when he almost died in season three and it had me like, I was like, oh my God. No. I was like, not Jughead. And then his dad carried him out of the forest and he looked dead. And I was like, no. 
and I was literally like, I can't and then he this. came, no, and then they had a whole funeral for him, and he's like, ha, 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 I'm here, I'm alive, <laughs> I'm here, you guys tried to kill me, and that was the funniest thing ever to me when he was sent away to that like weird boarding school, private school place. Oh like, my god, just so funny to. Yeah, my granddad was the writer of all those books in your face. Like, how can you not? So funny. <laughs> Jughead is actually my favorite character, but yeah, um, that's it, guys. Yeah, <laughs> so far, this is an abrupt ending. We literally have nothing else to say because if you if we just sit here, it's literally going to be us going back and forth. Oh my god, that was so funny. It will like remember this, or when they did this, all that, all that. There's just too much to talk about, um, for it to be cohesive anymore. So it's, I don't it, think any it, of this isn't episode cohesive. was cohesive, it isn't. But that's why we have to end it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we lost so many brain cells during this episode. But you know what? You'll see us losing even more brain cells next episode because Yay. we're coming back to you with, you guessed it, a Disney Channel episode. I mean, how could we not offer you to talk about yeah. Cole Sprouse for like we an hour? To. We really think you would, we were just going to ignore Cole Sprouse. Leave? No, 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 we're not going to do No. No. Um, no so we talked about him a lot in our next episode too mm-hmm. <laughs> which you guys are just gonna love you guys are gonna love it's even less cohesive than this one but you yeah. have to stay tuned for it you have to there you is no to. way you cannot because i mean me and cody being me and cody and not making any sense is why you guys tune in every week next, otherwise you would have left a long yeah, time ne- next episode is extra entertaining i'm sure and we, we were very attached to it so yeah yeah i hope you understood why riverdale was an accidental comedy in this episode mm-hmm. um i hope i a lot of, yeah <laughs> i think we covered a lot of topics as to why our thesis is correct and the only correct statement ever yeah there's no um, there's no other answer it's not even subjective this is an objective statement this is true fact everything we no sorry um Everything we said in this podcast episode is um, solely based on opinion. None of it is fact. Um, Yeah, please don't blacklist us. (laughs) I might want to be in your show one day. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, before we go even more insane, I think we're just going to end it here. And so, as always, if you do want to catch up with us, tell us what you thought about this episode or any episode Mm -hmm. or want to give us any suggestions or if you thought we were right which i mean we are there is no way you guys can disagree with us um then you can get in touch with us by clicking any of the links in the description wherever it is i don't know where I believe it, is. it should be uh, below below let's just <laughs> type below sense. on apple it might be above on spotify it might be below we have no idea um but thank you for tuning in Thank you very Thank much you a lot. for letting us talk about you know you guys know I've been trying to get this out every episode. I try and squeeze it in. So you let me talk about it for an hour and a half. So <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Um and we will try and make this episode as enjoyable for you. But as for right now, we will have to say we will be bye. leaving. <laughs>